You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. QL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Monday, presented as always by BetMGM, as the regular season is done. 18 weeks in the books. We look forward to Wild Card Week, and we also, of course, have ourselves a national championship game tonight in college football. We'll do a lot on that. Some great guests today, Brad Spielberger, Brad Powers, Pam Maldonado, some uh, heavy hitter guests that will help us on this show today. We start, though, of course, with the NFL. It's in the books. We have a playoff field set. We'll pour one out for our 55-1 to Steelers in a minute. But I, I think we start with last night, with the end of the playoff field, which includes the Seahawks, thanks to the Lions, and Joe, what do you know? Another January ends with Aaron Rodgers' favorite at home coming up kind of short. Only scored 16 <laughs> last night. Packers lose. Yeah. They're out. It was beautiful. We said uh, it doesn't matter what the result is on the Seattle Rams game for Sunday night football. Bet on the Lions. Hopefully you get a better number. At one point it did uh, touch six, and then it came back down right before kickoff. But you did get that better number. Bet on the Lions if you want to wait. That was fine, too. They were going to fight, and they did, and, and we saw that. I mean, Campbell getting interviewed during the game, he was straight up about it. Uh, what, what, a, what a Sunday. I got to say, you know, the contest for us uh, on the show with me and Paul is a good, good finish, 4-1. and one. I don't know about you guys. I had my best NFL Sunday of the year, and it's not close. Like, once you can just push through and avoid a lot of the noise that's out there, and, well, this guy's going to play, and this team's going to try, and this team's not going to try, and try to read into that. If you just look where the value is and understand that there are actually going to be 11 players on each side throughout the entire game, and, and these numbers are extremely inflated, man, I mean, on, on the Sunday games, remember when we were going over all those games uh, for the contest on Friday show? I, I just looked at the, the Sunday results. Mine went 7-0 and ATS. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, everything was hitting. Just all you got, it's always in betting. You just got to follow the value. And in the last week, when people overreact more than any other week, uh, the value is sitting there for you. Yeah, I mean, credit to the show. A lot of the things that we talked about, you know, ended up hitting. It was a great weekend for me as well. Maybe I should get some live betting in. Just just get this out now, you know, because I might have to wait a while. I mean, I know we got the playoffs coming, but still, uh, last week of the regular season, and it was a lot of fun. And, yeah, Dan Campbell, he wanted to beat those guys. Clearly, uh, he was going to get that done. And I'm just annoyed. I don't want to do the whole Aaron Rodgers is – you know, oh, is he going to retire? What's going to happen? Song and dance again. So annoying. Just go away, please. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I started that last night when that game ended. Yeah. 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 I don't 
Nobody cares. I, I moved on quickly. I, I saw people talking about my, I don't, whatever. He's going to do what he wants to do, whatever. We got more important things to, to go on here. We got, we got the playoffs. We've got at least two more weeks of Joe G on this show because the Eagles got the number one seed. That's right. They're there. Uh, And that wasn't pretty. And Jalen Hurts is still banged up. So he needs two weeks here to get that shoulder right. There there was, I mean, it's interesting. You go throughout the games yesterday, betting perspective. I'm with you, Joe. I think it was a a good week uh, for most of us and and kind of an easy week to read. But quality of play was not very good yesterday. It was that that weird in between. It was that weird in between where the good teams are like, just trying, they're just trying to get through this, right? Like, let's just get out of here before we get everyone injured. And then you have the bad teams fighting for nothing. And then you have the teams in the middle. It's like, are they trying? Are they not? I, but a couple of those, like the Seahawks one, we predicted that. The Rams were coming to play. And, and by the way, speaking yeah. of noise, the whole Sean McVay thing, I mean, that just became a loud noise yesterday. He's, that was all day leading into those pregame shows that he's going to be out. And they, they played for him. And see, it's, it's interesting. Seattle and Miami get the last spots. And yeah. they looked dead three weeks ago. And we'll talk about their games mm-hmm. coming up. They're both big dogs. But I got to say, and that's not just because I had tickets on both of them, the Lions and the Steelers, didn't they feel like the teams on the, on the rise the last month and neither make it in? They both were headed in that right direction, and instead we get Seattle and Miami who, I don't know, I, I get, they're in, but like, I don't feel great about either team <laughs> heading into the playoffs. It's, it's Paul's extend the season thing. You feel good about the Steelers and Lions in the playoffs. Maybe even the Lions win a game or two in the playoffs. Uh, he wanted to extend the season so Trevor Lawrence could be the MVP or Doug right. Peterson could be the coach of the year because naturally right. that, that would happen. No, you're right about that. And that's something that did stand out. The teams that needed help, that did their part, they won their game. They didn't get all the help they needed because it was too little too late. Even with the extended season, if you get out – to a, to a bad start here. And, you know, with Miami, it was quite the opposite. They had an unbelievable start, and they were fading. Same thing with Seattle. That's why Geno Smith is in the comeback player of the year running until the very end, and we'll talk about that later. I still don't know who won. Uh, most of the awards I think we do know. That's one that I'm really not quite sure, but uh, to your point about the quality of play, definitely a handful of games that were unwatchable. I mean, there, there's a large bucket of that. And then the one that a lot of people laughed at that I said I'm, I, I was oddly intrigued by because of the draft pick ended up being one of the more entertaining, stupid games of the day with Houston and Indy. What, what do you guys think happened? I, I've been saying for weeks, look, Lovey Smith is getting fired. They're going to do this again. Minority coach, one and done. I, we read it that way. Like everybody knew that was going to happen. And then for some reason, some people were surprised. Do you think Lovey knew going into that game or was he coaching for his job, doing what he does? He's, you know, wired that way. Football coach wants to win football game and he's going to try to do that. Then they were so mad they fired him in the moment. Like, How do you guys think that one went down? Because, I mean, I'd be willing to, uh, to, to go under a bunch of different scenarios. I'm, I'm not quite sure what happened. I kind of had the feeling he knew and maybe the players knew too. And kind of like what Jake said, do it for lovey. <laughs> maybe he just wanted awesome. to get one last win uh, before he walks off into the sunset and never coaches in the NFL again. I think he knew. I think he knew he was out. Uh, told by his bosses he knew or 
read the tea or leaves. Or like he yeah, read the tea leaves. He he knew. I, I I think he had a really good understanding. It was his last game as coach, and he went out with a victory, going for two at less than a minute to go. You know, I also thought watching yeah. early in that game was that a double tank. I don't think the Colts wanted to win the game either. Yeah. That, no. That, that touchdown that Davis Mills threw with a minute to go, the defender had it. He just it went right through his hands. It I was. Like, it, it was insane. It was insane. Were the there a few moments doing... like that? Were there a few yes, moments um... in that game? You're like, wait, they're both true. That that's why I was intrigued by the game, because they're both going to yes. be trying to lose really hard. Crazy. Um, and then the Bears, though, on the opposite side, they pulled no punches. They were trying nope. to lose. They lost. They did it. And now they have the number one overall pick. 10 to 1 they were before the season to have the worst record in the NFL. I had that. I thought it was dead. When yeah. they beat the Texans, right, they beat the 49ers of Texans in September. I just basically threw it away in my mind. Like, oh, they have two wins yep. in September. There's no shot. And then they didn't win again after being the Patriots in, uh, like, that last weekend of October. It's crazy. After that win, when Justin Fields went wild against the Patriots on Monday Night Football, it ballooned up to 30-1 to worst record. After being one of the favorites at the start of the season, uh, you could get a really good number. Believe me, I was tracking that week to week. It was ridiculous. Um, Texans deserve every bit of that. If if you're like making it obvious you're going to fire this guy, you know him. You know his track record. He's a football coach. His last yeah. game, he's going to pull no punches. He's going to try and win that game. And he gets players. He gets their emotions. Like he can. He can build them up. You talk to any former player, any level. I mean, whether they won or lost, they love that dude. They really do love Lovey. So that's on them. You should have, if that was the, always the plan, you were always going to make that announcement right after the game, then you fire him before the game and you have someone, an interim come in and be like, look, here's the deal. This is what has to happen. And, we, and you will have a job in the organization. If you lose this game and we get the number one pick, this is the deal. That's on them. I mean, that's just that's outright stupidity for them to, uh, with all of that on the line, you, if you've you know, watched the Bears for a minute, you know they've been taking over the last couple of months. They've been trying to lose every single game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow, that's, I, I love it. This is great. And now the debate for the next few months, you know, we'll talk about it a lot after the playoffs, and I'll be watching those odds every single day for the number one pick. So waiting for those to go back up. They pulled them all down. It was Bryce Young was the favorite, and now you got the Bears who maybe they want to go quarterback, maybe they don't. Nobody's quite sure what they're going to do. A trade, I would say, is probably going to be involved here. So what kind of number one pick odds are going to be on the board? That's going to be really fascinating to monitor over the next few months. Another game I thought was really interesting that we were on was the Commanders. I knew Ron Rivera was going to try to win that game, and it was Sam Howell's season. He gave that team a boost. And, I mean, also, we got to talk about Dak. Wow. This is not the kind of football you want to be playing heading into the playoffs. I mean, his passer rating was less than 50. It was just a horrible performance um from the cowboys so i wasn't shocked i I mean we talked about the commanders i could definitely see that happening and it played out just like we thought on friday yeah i'm not sure what the point of the cowboys performance was they might as well just pull the guys out when when it started going bad i'm watching i'm like why are they still in the game down (laughs) double digits right like the eagles are winning by double digits so like this they're going to be the five seed anyway it was very strange that they kept playing after the it went wrong for them like they're just weird day for Dallas. 
odd. Yeah, you put them in the bucket of teams that look horrible going into the playoffs. I, I think that's is, certainly fair. I think the thing for me is like, okay, from a betting perspective, can the Cowboys, are they the kind of team that can flip the switch and turn it around? Like, you know, I don't want to overreact too much to what I saw yesterday, but oh my goodness, that was gross. But, yeah. you know, maybe they can. I, I'm not sure. You know, that's they're just – they're not trustworthy. That's how I would no, put it. That's, it. that's, a, that's a great word to use. They are not trustworthy. And I think we should mention before we start getting into particulars of, of Wildcard Weekend coming up next, how about that scene in Buffalo? We called it all week. Once we mm. found out that they were going to play and that we found out DeMar Hamlin was doing better, we knew it. Like, that would be a raucous scene. And when Hines took that kickback, that was unbelievable. Like, that's just like – fairy tales kind of stuff like that yeah. was an amazing moment and I, I read this morning McDermott said if they had won the toss they were going to defer they always defer so it just happened to be it worked out that the Patriots won the toss the Patriots deferred Hines takes the kickback mm-hmm. what a crazy moment there in Buffalo and although that game was kind of close halfway through I never thought the Patriots uh, were going to win that game I never thought they'd win never thought the Patriots would win but the cover was certainly in doubt because Definitely. it was sitting around seven on Friday when we did the show and over the weekend it jumped up it kept going up I saw it at eight eight and a half on yesterday before kickoff so that was certainly in question but the bills end up covering I was happy for that one that's one of the games that I had and um I'm just gonna say it Joe G your guy and a team that you're probably gonna bet on this week Staley's an idiot like I, <laughs> that's how far I've come I've come all the way around. He is a moron. Why is Herbert and Eckler with their spots solidified and he's making all these excuses where you only carry 47? I don't care. Get Herbert out of the game. Get Eckler out of the game. Get Mike Williams. Oh, wait, it's too late because Mike Williams is now going off on a stretcher. What a moron. He's lucky that it seems like Mike Williams might just have had back spasms, so he might be okay. But the the, the process versus the result, whatever. Like, I can't believe Herbert was in the game. Herbert. Oh. He's your whole chance to win the game on Saturday or whatever. Yeah, Saturday night. Like, it's, it's a short week, too. It's, it's crazy how bad that was. All right, our first dive into Wild Card Weekend. It's next right here on the BetQL Network.